This episode mentions the use of drugs and other illicit paraphernalia. If you or someone you know is struggling with this, please call the National Alcohol and Other Drug Hotline 1-800-250-015. That's 1-800-250-015. Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade. Keeping you up to date with everything in the music world. To Muso Mondays Season 2 and we're going to be continuing off last episode of Snoop Dogg so if you haven't seen it make sure you go and listen to it now and then come back here and listen let's get straight into it so we are starting this off by going back to 1989 so long ago that's how far all of his life dates back to so as a teenager Snoop Dogg frequently ran into trouble with the law and he was a member of the Rolling Twenties Crips gang in the east side neighborhood of Long Beach in America and whenever he was asked about this he always denied it he never said that he joined a gang so I was like did he join a gang we'll never know and after graduating high school in 1989 he was arrested for possession of cocaine and for the next three years he was frequently incarcerated so following all of this he went right into music and obviously being the creative genius that Snoop Dogg is he started this thing with his two cousins Nate Dogg and Lil Half Dead and along with his friend Warren G he made homemade mixtapes and they called their group 213 after the area code that they lived in that's like what's that band from Byron Parkway Drive and that's like actually a street in Byron I don't know why but I went to that Yisra girl the double two double O brother <laughs> If you haven't seen it, just Google double two double O brother. (laughs) But this was like obviously the time when Snoop Dogg really got into music and he was like, you know, starting off his career. Mm. All of this actually led up to Dr. Dre discovering Snoop Dogg. I love Dr. Dre. Like he's he's one of the best producers out there, right? And he also makes good headphones. Mm, Beats by Dre. Is that it? Drake. Beats by Dr. Dre. Is it not by Drake? No. I 100% thought this entire time there's been <laughs> Beats by Dre. I thought it was Beats by Drake. No, that's why like artists, they do um, collabs with Beats by Dr. Dre in their music videos and don't actually charge. They just get a free pair of headphones just out of respect for him. That's how highly respected Dr. Dre is. It makes a lot more sense now, now that I know it's not Drake. Dr. Dre, like, oh my God. He's like... An inspiration to all producers, really. Uh-huh. I mean, look who he has produced. Eminem. That was doc- that was Dr. Dre's little minion. <laughs> NWA. Mm-hmm. So many big names. And Snoop Dogg. And that's literally how Snoop Dogg got into music. Yeah. So a little bit of a fun fact as well. Dr. Dre really helped Snoop in his career. Like, helped him, like, majorly. He actually taught him how to, like, structure lyrics and how to, like, make a good flow and all that kind of stuff. So, like, he really took him underneath his wing and really took care of him. And I think that's really sweet. Doesn't that also show you how good Snoop Dogg was from the beginning? Even though he didn't have all these, like, basic things for music, he was still good enough. Dr. Dre wanted him. Doesn't that just show you, like, how good he was? And he was just starting as well. So Snoop Dogg, he's an amazing artist, but obviously he's gotten into a bit of trouble. So another thing that happened to him, he was stopped for a traffic violation and a firearm was found by police during a search on his car. In 1997, he pleaded guilty to possession of a handgun and was ordered to record three public service announcements, pay a $1,000 fine and serve three years probation. And then following that, um, while also recording his album Doggy Star, which is one of the best albums 
amazing name and (laughs) amazing songs. Um, He was actually accused of murder um, and was originally charged for it. And then the charges were dropped by him being acquitted. And then he released his album Doggy Style. Which was the first one produced by Dr. Dre. Mm -hmm. Through Death Row Records. And that actually debuted at number one on the popular album charts of the Billboard 200 and on the Billboard Top R&B Hip Hop Albums chart. And it sold over 800,000 copies in its first week and was certified quadruple platinum in 1994 and bore several hit singles including What's My Name and Gin and Juice. Love Gin and Juice. It's one of my favourite songs. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that one from last week where you were talking about it. Oh my god. After the success of Doggy Style, he then went on to produce and release a short film called Murder Was The Case about his murder trial and you can get this on like Amazon or something like that. It's like one of those ones you have to buy. They're not on any streaming services and I'm definitely going to be watching it. Just gotta say I got some money first. <laughs> I promise I'm not poor. He then also went on to marry his high school girlfriend, Shanti Aww, Taylor. That's Aww. cute. Oh, but then I'm just reading a little bit more. Um, in 2004, they got divorced. 10 years. A 10 year marriage. That's not bad. Yeah, they have three children together as well. I didn't know that Snoop Dogg was a dad until like re- researching this and what the hell. <laughs> I know, it's wacky. You don't expect him to be like a father figure. But he'd be a cool dad, don't you reckon? I think so. He's got that experience to, like, teach you some good life lessons and, like, give you the guidance what not, like, places not to be, like, teaching all that kind of stuff. I feel like he'd Mm. be very knowledgeable. He would be very street smart, I think. Yeah. And that's a good thing to pass on to your kids. And going off of his children, he also became a grandfather in 2015 because of his eldest son. He had a son with his girlfriend. I just... Yeah, no, I just can't imagine Snoop Dogg being a dad or a grandfather. Like, that is the coolest thing ever. Just imagine being like, yeah, Snoop Dogg's my granddad. Yeah. Would you call him, like, Puppy Snoop? <laughs> I wonder what he would be. Surely he can't just be granddad or grandpa or... Surely not. Papa. He's, he's got he's to be, like, Peace Whizzle or something. He probably changes it every, like, two years. Yeah, so probably. Like Grand Lion. <laughs> no, he, he wants to be called, like, Grand Swizzle. Yeah. Grand Shizzle Manizzle. Yep. He did. Remember when he used to do that? Yes. He still does it, actually. Oh Why God. do I still reference it, though? <laughs> So, in 1995, Snoop Dogg founded Doggy Style Records. And then he went to produce his second album and release it, which also debuted at number one the next year (laughs) and was certified double platinum. Can he fail? That's the question here. Because both of them have debuted at number one. But we'll find out, I guess. He obviously had a bit of a scare with the whole, like, gangster world and all that kind of stuff. And he, like, stopped that life. Mm. Um, Just because a lot of things were happening and it just wasn't good but moving back to doggy star records he signed their very first artist the gaps band charlie wilson that's exciting i know that's gotta be a good feeling right your first time and it also it's a great feeling for them as well like the artist because they're like oh i'm being signed for the first time and you're like i got someone to sign for the first time it's exciting for everyone hell yeah and then there was this big beef that happened right back in 1998 uh where dr dre withdrew from death row records yeah and then basically snoop dogg found out that death row owned everything that he produced for years Mm. and he got very mad and he then 
refused to produce any more tracks. And then he waited for his contract to expire to then release more music. I feel like I'm hearing more and more artists that have been in this situation. And it's honestly becoming like every single big artist that we grew up with who are like the massive artists right now. They're all in this situation. You know what I think it is? I think it's just people being young and people being like, you know, oh, like I'm not really like, am I really going to make it that big? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Kind of downing themselves and be like, well, this person's got the contacts and they can get me famous. Mm -hmm. But then they want to take ownership of all of my work. That's the hard part. Happened to Taylor Swift. Because it's like, you might never become famous by yourself, but like, you most likely will if you're with a company, but then you don't own your songs. It's just... But that's not what every single contract is like. Mm. Just some people, because, you know, the business world is a part of, like, lots of nasty people are a part of that. But anyways. It just sucks how music industry works sometimes. It's like Alicia Keys. She just got off a 20-year contract or something because she finally released, like, another album. And now she's off. So the same thing happened to Doja Cat. She's contracted for six albums and she's released three. So Poor Doja Cat. She's only halfway there. <laughs> so Snoop Dogg, obviously known as the big pothead of the world, pretty much. <laughs> he actually tried to quit pot in 2002, apparently. I didn't know this. I didn't think he would ever try to quit pot, to be honest. But... He announced he was giving up cannabis for good, but it did not last long, as in 2013, he claimed to be smoking approximately 80 cannabis blunts a day, and he has been certified for medical cannabis in California to treat migraines since at least 2007. So 2002, he tried to quit, didn't work. 2013, he was smoking 80 joints a day, and he's been certified for medical cannabis since 2007. Interesting. Lines up a bit weird. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> I'll never forget this interview. It was with Rolling Stone back in 2006. It was like posted uh, everywhere and I was reading about it. <laughs> he said that unlike other hip hop artists who are basically like pretending to be pimp, he's actually a professional pimp saying that, you know, it was, it was natural calling. Once he got involved with it, it became fun. I love Snoop Dogg. He's an actual pimp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then moving on to 2004, he actually had his very first number one song. So he's had number one albums, but this was his first like actual like number one song that was like a major hit. Mm. Drop it like it's hot. We all know that song. Oh my God. Of course that was number one. I remember seeing so many, like I remember when it came back for like the memes. Yeah. (laughs) Gosh, that was everywhere. And it was also his highest UK entry. In 2005, Snoop made a production company called Snoopadelic Films, and their debut film was Bossin' Up, inspired by Snoop Dogg's album R&G. So I didn't know he made a film company. Me neither. But I'm not surprised at this point. Yeah, like Snoop Dogg kind of just does everything. I want to know, like, I want to just like meet with him one day. And I just want to sit down with him. And I just want to have a conversation with him. I feel like he would have the funniest conversations. I think so too. Because he'd just come up with something and he's got the money. He wants to do something, he'll just do it. Like, you could talk to him about something and be like, huh, next day comes out with a new product. Like, you talk to him about, like, soaps. Be like, be like, oh my God, like, how funny would it be if you created, like, Snoop Dogg sno- soaps that are, like, cannabis and in the shape? Snopes. Yeah, Snopes. Hi, Russ. <laughs> and then the next day he comes out with Snopes. He would too. You could pitch him any idea and he'd just do it. It'd be great. It's like how he's, how he's doing everything but releasing a new album. Have you seen all those memes? <laughs> Like Snoop Dogg is out here doing everything but recording new music. <laughs> yeah. Something I did want to get into, because we're Australian, if you haven't guessed it by our accent. Um, he was actually banned from Australia in 2007. I think this is so funny. Like, who gets banned from Australia? Let's be real here. 
A lot of people are actually banned from Australia. A lot of, like, famous people. Oh. Why? I know Chris Brown is, but that's obvious. Mm. <laughs> Nobody likes that piece of shit. Yep. He is allowed back into the country as of 2008. He was granted a visa to tour Australia. <laughs> Which is cool that he was allowed to tour, I guess. But the reason why they didn't allow him to enter the country was on character grounds because of his prior criminal convictions, which makes sense. Yeah, they do the same thing for anyone. Like, just because he's a celebrity, he shouldn't be exempt. And the reason why he was um, there in 2007 was because he was trying to get a VMA award on my birthday in 2007. Oh, stop it. Snoop Dogg could have been in the country for my sixth birthday. Oh, my God. He could have come to your party. I know, right? Why didn't you hire him, Mum? Get with it. I know, right? Sheree, if you're listening. (laughs) You should have gone to the airport, beat up the security guards, taken Snoop. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, if that's that's not for my sixth birthday, I don't want anything. <laughs> so now we're in 2009 and he has been up until now been such an active entrepreneur and investor done so much for the community for himself for everyone 2009 he was appointed creative chairman of priority records so another record company underneath his belt yep what that's three now <laughs> probably more that we haven't even discussed yeah um and also snoop dogg was reported as a member of the nation of islam in 2009 as well he actually made an appearance at the nation of islam's annual savior day holiday and he said he was a member of the nation but declined to give the date on which he joined he also donated one thousand dollars to the organization in all of this he's come out with 10 albums (laughs) (laughs) while doing all of this you know what i love snoop not only is he a absolute machine at producing Mm -hmm. music 10 albums from 1989 to 2009 that's insane what how many do you think before like he's gone for good he's gonna release well if he's already released 10 by 2009 i'm gonna say like 30 i think he's gonna go for the 100 100 <laughs> i think he's gonna try to be like the first artist to make 100 i could probably say that but he's got a long way to go i believe in him and how many songs do you reckon it would classify to be an album seven because mm. an ep is what like four five yeah like three or four i don't even know i guess it's guinness <laughs> <laughs> So he released his 10th studio album. It's called Malice in Wonderland. <laughs> he then went on to, like, he released a heap of songs out of there and they did pretty well in the charts. Not as good as, like, his older stuff, but they were doing pretty well. Yeah, good enough, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And in 2010, I know you will remember, California Girls came out. Oh, stop it. I love that song. Obsessed. So he collabed with a heap of artists in 2010. He did California Girls, Mm -hmm. Flashing by Dr. Dre, Mm. Currency Song Seat Change, and also Aussie singer Jessica Malboy, Get Em Girls. Nice. We love an Aussie singer. So he's done all of that. And then he also made another album. (laughs) (laughs) I... Jesus Christ, I don't... Okay, (laughs) he's making too many albums. I'm stressed. I'm very stressed. So in 2012, Snoop Dogg was banned from another country and you are not going to even believe it's Norway. Like, I did not think it was going to be Norway. (laughs) But he was banned from Norway for two years after entering the country the month before in possession of marijuana and undeclared cash. I didn't know you had to declare cash. I, I can't say that I'm rich enough to be able to carry around wads of cash. So. True. <laughs> They're probably not talking about my 20 bucks. It might be nice. It must be nice. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but we did talk about it last episode when Snoop Dogg became Snoop Lion and he went through his like spiritual phrase where he was part of the Rastafari community. 
And apparently in 2013, he received criticism from members of that community in Jamaica for alleged failure to meet his commitments to the culture. <laughs> Snoop later dismissed the claims, stating his beliefs were personal and not up for outside judgment. I stand by Snoop on that, to be honest. Snoop Dogg then went on to pour his heart out and just prove that he is a giving person. In 2016, he partnered with city officials to give away turkeys to the less fortunate in California. That's nice. For Thanksgiving. So he does this annually, still to this day. And I think it's so nice. That's cute. I can't believe he does it still to this day. I know. Little Snoop. Apparently in 2016, he gave away 3,000 turkeys. That's a lot of fucking turkeys. It's a lot of gobbling, haven't it? <laughs> <laughs> so in 2018, he finally got his Hollywood star. Um, What took so long? Mm-hmm. How, how can it just... Anyway... <laughs> With all these number one albums, they only just got a Hollywood star like a few years ago. Anyway, I'm mad about different things. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we're coming up to pace really quickly, like coming up in the years and we're now at 2021. He came out with a gospel album. Hmm. I think we did go over this a little bit in the last episode, <laughs> but yeah, 2021 gospel album. And he has also now officially joined Def Jam Recordings. Ooh. As an executive and creative strategic consultant, allowing him to work across the label's executive team and artist roster. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, it looks like he... I guess he just, like... He, like, manages artists. He, yeah. he manages artists, you know. Um, he also signed um, Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. And Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And, of course, he also released his album, Algorithm, which had 40 tracks on it, which we did go into in the last episode. I still can't believe 40 songs. What an effort. And, oh. So, up until today, Snoop Dogg has released 18 studio albums, 5 collaborative albums, 17 compilation albums, 3 extended plays, 25 mixtapes, 175 singles, and 16 promotional singles. That was a lot of numbers. Yeah, I'm very overwhelmed. But Me too. Anything that Snoop Dogg has released, I don't think it's a bad song. No. It's always going to go off and be in the charts because it's Snoop Dogg. Or just be respected. I feel like Snoop Dogg is so highly respected. Mm. So that is Snoop up until today, pretty much. You've got all of the inside gossip on his entire life now. What have you learned about Snoop Dogg that has, like, shocked you the most? I think that things that have shocked me the most is his past. Mm. He's had quite a, like, crazy past and yet yeah. still managed to prosper and be so successful and also be really kind and caring. Yeah, and do so much for the community and stuff like that. And the fact that he's also a grandfather and has children, that... Oh, blows my mind. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. No, no, no. In my mind, I think he's like 21, I guess. Yeah, he just seems so young, but like so old. Yeah, so, so wise. <laughs> yeah, he kind of reminds me of like, I think his legacy will live on forever and i think he will be talked about for the rest of history for the oh, rest yeah. of time i think he's definitely impacted the music industry in such a positive way that he'll his legacy will never die yep and he's also impacted so many different communities in such a positive way and he's also impacted so many people's lives given so many artists starts in their careers He's done so much for the African-American community, so much for the homeless people. Mm -hmm. So, like, I could literally go on forever. Forever. He's done so much 
while just raining a smile on his face. He's like one of the coolest people in the world. I agree. He's a really cool person. I think that what shocked me the most was probably like all of his film stuff. Like I yeah. always just thought he was, they just like, oh Snoop, can you come in and do this scene? I never really realized how many movies he actually made by himself and having that whole Snoopadelic films. I never realized that at all. That was crazy. And also how he made the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over that. <laughs> So there you go. That's Snoop Dogg. This was his more like serious stuff. Last one was the funny stuff. But now you're up to date with absolutely everything to know with Snoop Dogg's life from the beginning of his career, from just before his career, up until today, the end of 2021. He hasn't really done anything at the start of 22, <laughs> considering we're literally like two weeks in. I'm two saying. weeks in. One or two weeks in. If you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, don't forget to follow us wherever you stream your podcast episodes, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever. And of course, if you want to find our link to stuff, head over to our Instagram or our Facebook. At Muso Mondays. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade. New episodes every Monday at 6 p.m.